Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, eight o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Presidential primaries are heating up. We have the story. Two bodies found in a home in Hayesville. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. A man was fatally shot in South Wichita. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm Rodney Price. Wichita City Council members put a pause on a vote regarding a new campaign finance ordinance. That story is coming up. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Overnight, temperatures fell under the teens across south-central Kansas, and today we finally warm above freezing. How long will that last? Our full forecast is on the way. Former President Trump has begun the road to what he hopes will be a second straight 2024 campaign victory in New Hampshire. Former President Trump was in Atkinson, New Hampshire, to say this is the next step in what he hopes is a quick march to the nomination. And I know that New Hampshire will... Never let us down, just like in 2016. At this rally, the former president brought along his latest endorser, ex-rival Vivek Ramaswamy, who said to the crowd... To say that the moral obligation of your leaders is to the citizens of this country, not another one. There is not a better choice left in this race. Former President Trump lost New Hampshire to President Biden by seven points in 2020. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Two people were found dead inside a home in Hayesville yesterday morning in the 300 block of Grover. Gunfire was heard in that area, in that home. Police officers responded to a welfare check call and forced their way into the home, finding the two bodies. That investigation continues. A 35-year-old man was fatally shot in South Wichita. It happened just after 5 Tuesday morning in the 1,000 block of South Market. Officers responded to a shots-fired call with no suspicious activity when they arrived. They were called back to the area a short time later for a man who was found with a gunshot wound, this in the 900 block of South Market. EMS transported the man to the hospital in critical condition, where he died minutes later. No arrests have been made. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The Wichita City Council will wait until March to revisit the campaign finance ordinance that narrowly passed January 2nd. By a 5-2 to two vote, the council deferred the agenda item until the March 5th meeting to allow for more public comment and allow council members to present the ordinance amendment to their respective district advisory boards. 
New council member Dalton Glasscock stated there was plenty of opportunity to discuss the original ordinance change prior to January 2nd, but no one did. My question is, why wouldn't we have done that before this was passed on January 2nd? So we had that conversation then. It didn't seem like that was a priority of the previous council to do so. And so why would it be a priority now when it wasn't then? The ordinance was aimed at prohibiting candidates in city elections and their political committees from accepting contributions from corporations or LLCs. Rodney Price, KNSS News. President Biden and congressional leaders are going to meet and talk about stalled aid for Ukraine, Israel and border security. President Biden will host top congressional leaders at the White House to discuss his $106 billion national security funding request, which includes supplying military aid to Ukraine, assistance to Israel, and $14 billion for U.S. southern border enforcement. That is, we believe, is, is headed in the right direction, the right track. And so, and we're going to continue to say, right, Congress should act. They should act quickly. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. The bill held up for months amid a fiery debate on border security and migration with GOP lawmakers calling for stricter rules, including on asylum seekers. The meeting comes as Congress must pass a short-term funding bill to avert a government shutdown this week. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. An unattended wood-burning stove was determined to be the source of a house fire in North Wichita Sunday night in the 1500 block of North Market. That home was occupied. No injuries reported. KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. College men's basketball last night, KU on the road, K-State at home. we got some good K-State highlights and reactions from Coach Tang coming up in sports. Dozens of residents evacuated from senior citizen apartments in El Dorado Tuesday. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 8.08 now. Eight minutes past 8 o'clock on this Wednesday morning. Dozens of residents were evacuated from senior citizen apartments in El Dorado Tuesday. Fire Chief Joe Hogg says they determined that a strange odor in the building was carbon monoxide. Carbon monoxide is, again, a product of combustion, and uh, it can displace oxygen, cause your body to become oxygen-starved, and basically you can uh, have an oxygen deficiency at the cellular levels. The leak was found in a roof heater and was repaired by an HVAC technician. Two police officers in New York City were shot responding to a call yesterday afternoon. The officers responded after a Brooklyn woman said she was being assaulted by her son. NYPD Chief of Detectives Joe Kenny says the son, 39-year-old Melvin Butler, was told he was under arrest. And a violent struggle ensues. At some point, Butler grabs hold of an officer's service weapon and shots are fired. One officer was hit in the left hand, the other in the left thigh. Both are expected to be okay. Butler was shot several times and is in critical condition. New York Mayor Eric Adams thanked the officers. Because of their actions... A dangerous person is apprehended. Police union president Patrick Hendry expressed anger the butler, who had been arrested six times by the NYPD, was still on the streets. In New York, Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. The mayors of some of America's biggest cities are descending on the nation's capital. Mental health, public safety, housing, homelessness, and technology are just some of the issues of focus for the U.S. Conference of Mayors winter meeting. Leadership says White House, Cabinet, and agency officials, congressional leaders, and other policy leaders will be available to mayors across the country. Immigration could also be a big issue. 
Last November, a bipartisan group of 139 mayors sent a letter to Congress asking for additional funding to deal with an influx in migrants and those seeking asylum. This is the 92nd winter meeting for the Conference of Mayors. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. Burger King has gone shopping to revamp its image. The fast food giant's parent company restaurant brands International, which owns Burger King, Tim Hortons, Popeyes, and Firehouse Subs, will be snapping up its largest U.S. franchisee, Carol's Restaurant Group, for a billion dollars. The move is part of Burger King's Reclaim the Flame plan, a program to move away from larger and toward local franchisees, a strategy to rebuild the Burger King brand in America, remodel restaurant locations, and draw in a younger crowd. Carol operates over 1,000 Burger King restaurants in 23 states. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8-11, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. A couple of real traffic slowdowns out there right now. One of them northbound, I-135. We have a traffic accident. It's at 2nd Street North. The 1st and 2nd Street exits there. And that backup goes back towards Kellogg. And it's really starting to slow things down. Uh, stay to the right if you can. We've got uh, one of the vehicles involved in this traffic accident basically kind of over to the left. So stay to the right if you're trying to get around that. Uh, traffic is moving, but very slowly. We also have some heavy traffic northbound I-235 approaching the road construction at I-135 in the North Junction. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist. Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky here in Wichita. Not quite as cold this morning with temperatures that fell into the teens. It'll be sunny and breezy, finally warming above freezing with a height 38. Clouding up tonight, Tello 19. Temperatures tomorrow should be in the low 30s with some flurries possible Thursday night. Colder air moves back in Friday with a high 18. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now partly cloudy, south wind at 13 miles per hour. 14 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Find the comfort of a hat? Express your personality. Go to Hatman Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination at the clock tower in Delano, Hatman Jacks. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. And uh, in New Jersey, uh, New Jersey Senator, that is, uh, Bob Menendez and his wife requesting separate trials in a New York court. They're, they are basically, I guess, charged with influence peddling. Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz with us this morning. Good morning, Ryan. I'm sorry, I've I've got the wrong I've got the wrong topic. We've got Jared Halpern here. Jared's talking about the presidential race and to focus on New Hampshire. As you can tell, Jared, this cold weather has gone to my head here in Kansas. <laughs> I don't even know what I, I understand. Unless I was just in Iowa, I understand. Um, <laughs> yeah, and we had. 25, 30 below wind chills, uh, believe it or not, in, in Iowa, which was um, something I couldn't really prepare for. Um, and then uh, here in D.C., uh, kind of a, a record cold snap as well. So, And then I'm going to New Hampshire over the weekend, so I, I may not get warm weather for a little bit of time here, but we'll we'll get through it. Well, but um, I looked at the totals of uh, the totals on the votes there, and, of course, uh, former President Trump had the, the most by far, like 51 percent or whatever. But then they're yeah. talking about second and third. There wasn't that much difference between uh, that I could see between second and third between uh, the two candidates there. There wasn't between Ron DeSantis and, and Nikki Haley. And, and even the Trump total, you're right, it's 51 percent of the vote. Um, but it was a very low turnout caucus 
uh, at least from what we have seen in, in recent caucuses uh, in Iowa, something like 100, just over 100,000 uh, caucus goers, uh, which is not a huge number. Uh, part of that was certainly as we talked about the weather, right? And it wasn't just the cold. There was a blizzard that had come through the weekend prior. People were still digging out. I think that there was also a sense of maybe inevitability um, and, and kind of, you know, it wasn't as competitive a caucus as we have seen, certainly like in, in 2016 or, or, you know, when when uh, Democrats had a bunch of people going in uh, 2008 or Republicans in 2012, right? So that was part of it, too. Um, that being said, what you saw with that 51 percent number from Trump uh, was his ability to consolidate uh, Republican votes in a way that he was unable to uh, in the primaries of 2016. He uh, overperformed in areas that he did not do well in in 2016, areas that Marco Rubio, for instance, had done really well in. And we were kind of looking to see maybe if that would be Haley country this time around. And it really wasn't. So it, it's an indication that the Republican Party really is at least in Iowa, starting to, to rally around Trump. Uh, I will be interested to see if that follows in New Hampshire, uh, South Carolina, these other states. Now, now New Hampshire is a little different. Um, it's a primary, not a caucus, so you have all day to, to cast your ballot. Um, it is a state that allows independents uh, to vote in either primary. Uh, there are more independents in New Hampshire than any other party affiliation. Uh, and you don't really have a Democratic primary, so there is a ton of interest in the Republican primary. Um, and so that will change kind of the, the, the dynamics and, and the demographics of who is voting. Um, uh, polling would suggest that that so far has been to the uh, benefit of Nikki Haley. She is putting in a lot of work in New Hampshire, potentially within striking distance of Donald Trump. So she is looking to, to kind of re orient this entire race with a bit of a surprise uh, next week in New Hampshire. Uh, but if Trump is able to do what sort of replicate his results in New Hampshire is what he did in Iowa, I think that there is going to be uh, increasing chatter about perhaps uh, this uh, primary ending uh, earlier than than the election calendar would, would sort of lay out. Your, your explanation of the difference between the caucus that was in uh, Iowa and what's going to happen in New Hampshire with the the voting and the independence there, very, it was very valuable to me because I was not really understanding, I guess, the nuts, nuts and bolts of this. But, yeah, the, the independents are going to be out. Maybe the Democrats will jump into that primary, too. They're, they're uh, allowed to, yeah. And, again, New Hampshire is uh, – I've made a lot of reporting trips to New Hampshire. It is uh, – man, they love voting in New Hampshire. They have um, a giant state legislature. Like if you had the same level of representation in New Hampshire as you did, like, for instance, in Texas, I think the legislature would be like – uh, 10,000 people. It's, it's, so they, they vote, I mean, they, they vote, um, you know, for everything. I mean, there are so many elected offices in, in the state of New Hampshire and that's just, it's tradition, right? And uh, it's got an independent streak. That's why you so, I mean, go back and look, there, there are not a lot of people who win Iowa and New Hampshire. It's like, it's hard to win both states because the makeup of voters are so different. The way you campaign is so different. Right. And sometimes New Hampshire has a bit of a contrarian streak, right? They try and, you know, uh, show that, you know, it's, it doesn't begin and end in Iowa. Uh, we're here, too. And so uh, I think it's a state that is uh, very challenging uh, to, to have back-to-back -back with Iowa. But that's part of it, right? I mean, that's Iowa right. and New Hampshire, their traditions are not to pick uh, who the presidents are, are going to be. It is uh, trying to, um, you know, whittle down the field and, and see who has that kind of ability to, to 
you know, have that stamina and have maybe a little bit more of a cross-section appeal. Jared, thank you for uh, for being with us this morning. Appreciate it. Fox News Radio's Jared Halpern explaining to me the difference between the caucus and the and the primary in New Hampshire. That's that was good. Well, and it's particularly interesting for us Kansans because we're we're switching now from one to the other. We we have been a caucus state for a very long time, and now we're going to have a primary. So it's going to be very different. Eight eighteen, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and it is time for sports again. Here's Ted Woodward. Ted. Yeah, we uh, will talk pro football tonight, the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show. That'll be at 6 o'clock tonight, hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtus. That's over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Of course, the Chiefs coming off that frigid playoff win over the Dolphins on Saturday. Next up for the Chiefs, the conference semifinals on Sunday evening, visiting the Buffalo Bills. A lot to talk about tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Once again, that's 6 o'clock tonight over on KFH. Speaking of that cold Chiefs playoff game, Saturday night, of course, you heard it right here on KNSS. Minus four degrees at kickoff, negative 27 wind chill. It was bad. Fourth coldest playoff game in NFL history. The Kansas City Fire Department got 69 calls from inside Arrowhead and in the parking lot during the game. Uh, Half of those calls were for hypothermia-related cases. Fifteen people hospitalized, seven for hypothermia, three for frostbite symptoms. Wow. And uh, this doesn't even include people that went to those first aid stations or walk-ups at the hospital. So yeah. 69 official calls and, and uh, more than a dozen people hospitalized after that cold game in uh, Kansas City on Saturday night. All right, let's go to college men's basketball last night. Third-ranked Kansas wins easy, visiting Stillwater. KU beating last place Oklahoma State 90-66. to KU shooting 62% from the field. So KU gets an easy road win. Meanwhile, last night in Manhattan, the campus at Kansas State University was closed all day in Manhattan, but people, 10,000 people showed up for a basketball game last night at uh, Bramlage Coliseum. Kansas State hosting ninth-ranked Baylor. And, boy, this one was pretty interesting. K-State was down by six points late in the game, had a 7-0 rally late and got it into overtime. K-State was down by five points in overtime with a minute 12 to go. Needed another rally. Heard the game on KFH. Here's Tyler Perry driving underneath the goal. Into the corner. Finister for three on the way. No. Rebound to Gasson. Back out to RJ. And now to Kaluma. Arthur for three. Yes. And a bad one. 20 seconds to go. Arthur Kaluma hits an improbable three and has 11. The Wildcats are back in front. 65-64. Kaluma's four-point play, part of a 9-0 run by the Wildcats to end the game. K-State beats ninth-ranked Baylor, knocking off the first-place team in the conference 68-64 in overtime. K-State is now 10-0 in overtime under head coach Jerome Tang. After the game, play-by-play voice of the Cats, Wyatt Thompson speaking with Coach Tang. You wanted a rock fight. You wanted a ball game that was... um just maybe more low scoring and your guys responded you talk about a gut check win that was it but congratulations on a great great win well thank you first of all i just want to thank the good lord um you know this week we really talked about honoring uh god uh with the gifts and the talents he's given us and not taking any opportunity for granted and uh understanding that our fans 
I mean, I, when I was driving in, I saw workers out in the, the parking lot, right? It's minus, it's six degrees outside, and they're out there helping cars get parked, and our students are lined up at 2.30, you know, and just waiting to get in. And, I mean, when, when people make that kind of sacrifice, we, we have to honor that, right? And they deserve this kind of effort. And um, so I was very proud that the guys gave the kind of effort that our fans could have been proud of, regardless of what the score was going to be. Good stuff. Okay, Big 12 standings. Texas Tech is in first place at 3-0. and K-State and uh, Kansas are both 3-1, and just a half game back right now. We have Juco men's basketball tonight in El Dorado at the Power Plant. 19th-ranked Butler hosting Cloud County. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of the Butler Grizzlies at 7-15 tonight over on KFH. And the Wichita State women are home tonight hosting Memphis. That'll be at 6 o'clock tip-off at Coke Arena. Sports is brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center, a safe, healing environment. Caring employees fully understand recovery from addiction. Bel Air Recovery Center, they improve the lives they touch. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean looks at media coverage of the Iowa caucuses. That's on the way with Stephen Hitt in the morning on KNSS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 830 here on the Wednesday morning, 14 degrees. The wind chill is zero. At today's Wichita City Council meeting, the council approved their, uh, at Tuesday's meeting, Council approved their 2024 legislative agenda. In a joint agreement with Sedgwick County and other agencies, the city supports state funding of the downtown Wichita State KU Biomedical Campus, a $50 million appropriation to address local homelessness needs, along with other requests. The city would also like state leaders to address Medicaid expansion and the legalization of medical marijuana. The council approved $1 million in funding for bridge work on the First Street Bridge over the Arkansas River in the downtown area, along with the Mount Vernon Bridge over I-135. Those projects will now go out for bids. Rodney Price, KNSS News. 
At today's weekly meeting, the new Sedgwick County Commission Chair, Ryan Beatty, will be in charge. KNSS News asked Beatty what's on the agenda. The proclamation about human trafficking awareness. Uh, we got a few appointments to boards and some uh, boards and bids approvals. We're, we're, we're appropriating money. Uh, and then some real normal business items, mostly with public works. Or it, honestly, it is a, a short agenda. Beatty commented during his weekly appearance with Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. Changes are being implemented for Sedgwick County 911 operations following a fatal apartment fire last year. This past week, dispatch leaders received reports from the fire department over calls they had questions or concerns about. Sedgwick County Emergency Communications Director Elora Forshi says her staff reviews those calls and then they go over them with fire department leaders. Absolutely some identified opportunities for our staff to understand better how they can serve that department and those uh, team members out in the field, and then some opportunities to provide feedback back to the fire department. For she adds that her department will meet regularly with the Wichita and Sedgwick County Fire Chiefs. First meeting scheduled for February 7th. Former President Trump placing first in the Iowa caucuses as the GOP race moves to New Hampshire for the first in the nation primaries. Fox's Brian Yenis taking a look ahead from New Hampshire. Former President Donald Trump flew from the courtroom in New York City where he faces a civil defamation case to a rally in Atkinson, New Hampshire, where he's trying to seize the momentum. There, Vivek Ramaswamy shared the stage with Trump for the first time since he dropped out of the race and endorsed the former president. Trump called on former Governor Nikki Haley and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to drop out. We have these two people. We really got to get back on to Biden and beating the Democrats and not wasting a lot of time with these two. The latest New Hampshire poll has Trump ahead of Haley by seven points with DeSantis a distant last place. Former ambassador to the United Nations Nikki Haley taking third place in the Iowa caucuses, but she declared herself as the most electable candidate at a rally. The gunman who killed five people at a Colorado nightclub will plead guilty to federal charges. According to court documents made public, Anderson Aldrich will plead guilty to 50 federal hate crime charges and 24 firearm violations to avoid the death penalty. This part of an agreement with prosecutors after the 23-year-old pled not guilty to the charges during an initial appearance. Under the deal, which needs approval from a judge, Aldrich would get multiple life sentences in addition to a 190-year sentence. He was already sentenced to life in prison last June after pleading guilty to five state counts of murder and 46 counts of attempted murder, one for each person at Club Q, an LGBTQ plus nightclub in Colorado Springs, where he opened fire in 2022. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We expect a bit of a warm-up here today. Not as much as what we'd like, but we'll take it after the cold snap that we've been in. Mostly clear and a bit breezy today with a high 38. Clouds move back in tonight. Charlo 19. Thursday's high 31. Some flurries possible Thursday night. Then Arctic air back into south-central Kansas Friday with a high 18. I'm KMSS meteorologist and holiday. Now partly cloudy, 14 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Yes. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS 8.51 here on this uh, Wednesday morning. Three big things. Three. Wichita City Council defers action on campaign finance ordinance until March. Two. 35-year-old man fatally shot in South Wichita. Two men's bodies found in a house in Hayesville. One. Candidates moving to the next presidential primary in New Hampshire. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS.
gasoline prices here in the Wichita area this morning. Kind of the average out there, or the most common price anyway, we're still seeing is two sixty nine a gallon. But there are still better prices out there. Did spot two forty six a gallon near Maple and one hundred thirty fifth West. Traffic update from ninety eight seven at thirteen thirty KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny, breezy, and a bit warmer today with a high of 38 degrees, mostly cloudy tonight. The overnight low, 18. Thursday, partly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 30 degrees. Now partly cloudy. And a south wind at 13 miles per hour. 14 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Steve, at the end of the morning, stocks, all three indices closing down yesterday on Wall Street. Uh, this morning, trading uh, is underway, and the Dow is down 118 points right now. The S&P is off 38, and the NASDAQ is down 214 points. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. We have a clearer picture of when the first bets will be placed at Phil Ruffin's Golden Circle Casino in Park City and what parts of the planned development might take a little longer to come together. Courtney Barnaby is the Ruffin Executive Vice President in charge of the project, now they're looking at September of 2025 as the targeted opening. A little further back than the initial timeline noted last summer when the Kansas Racing and Gaming Commission awarded the Billionaire Casino Moguls Development Group a license to operate 1,000 historic horse racing machines at the site of the former Wichita Greyhound Park. While checking 737 MAX components on the floor of Spirit Aerosystems in October of 2022, an auditor at the company said in a lawsuit he noticed something amiss, and he wrote it up. Now, Joshua Dean is a witness in a class action lawsuit filed on behalf of investors against Spirit Aerosystems, Wichita's largest employer and Boeing's greatest subcontractor. The lawsuit originally filed in New York in May was amended December 19th to include Dean's allegations. Dean says in the lawsuit and in an interview with the Wichita Business Journal, he reported the drilling errors in the Boeing 737 MAX fuselages. A month later, he was moved to another area, leaving the 737 group. Lawsuit says Dean was fired five months later, saying, quote, Spirit attempted to justify his termination on demonstrably false grounds, unquote. That's local business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Stephen Ted in the morning. All right, Ted, we're halfway through the old work week here. Well, and, uh, and halfway through the month. That's right. We're at the middle going of, on mid- through January. Middle of January already. Wow. The time is flying by. I guess it's it always does when it's sub-zero temperatures. I don't know. Today is National Classy Day. We celebrate those who are graced with the ability to live their lives with class, passion, and who are dr- driven to share it with others. Those are good people to know. We honor those class acts and commemorate the birth of one of the most legendary comedians ever to walk the earth. Betty White. Well, yeah. That, your de- definition of class. Good definition of class. Uh, and some other examples uh, given that were including uh, Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis and uh, Princess Diana. These are people that uh, would be you know, people with class. So it's classy day. All right. There you go. And celebrating a, an icon from my childhood and so many others, it is National. Popeye the Sailor Man Day, yes, sir. Cartoon character with the great big forearms. One remember, of your favorites. Remember that locally uh, we had you know, Bill McLean was Captain Bill, and he had a, a guy who looked like Popeye, and they would present cartoons in the afternoon. Do you remember this? That was way before me. I, yeah. This gentleman, I don't know what, who, is, who he was, local, this local show. 
And he did. He looked a lot like Popeye. His arms were fake. He had those big forearms, but uh, you could tell that. Popeye. It's celebrating National Popeye Day. Okay. Coming up here on KNSS, the Glenn Beck Program, Kevin Roberts will be on hand from the Heritage Foundation. He's going to be a speaker at the World Economic Forum. I'll tell you about that. News at the top of the hour this morning. Candidates are moving to the next round of presidential primaries. And if you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show, news updates all day. Steve is head of the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita. The new year is here. And- we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.